Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report, guys, on another absolutely crazy uh, stock market day. We've tripped the circuit breaker. Markets have reopened. We're taking out the lows. Thanks for being here with me. Um, I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. It's a show about stock market investing. It's called the Armor Report, Algorithmic Risk Management Research, for those of you who are new. Risk management research. We start with managing risk. We've got seven proprietary algorithms designed to tell us when to add stocks to our portfolio and when to subtract them. On the 24th of February, all seven index proprietary algorithms told us to raise 100% cash. That was the first day of the market crash. You now see why we were able to make money for all our clients in 2008. Algorithms are the quantitative part of quantumental investing. The quantitative part is the execution. We don't use our emotions. We don't talk about how much we love a stock. We don't care. That's the fundamental side. The quantitative execution side tells us when to buy, when to sell using computer algorithms to get rid of fear and greed and just execute. That's why on the 24th, the armor risk monitor told us 100% cash. And we altered portfolios accordingly. And so now we're in this unique position where the market has imploded and we have massive amounts of cash. And the question on this show and every show going forward until we get it is when do we put that cash to work? What are we looking for? So I'm going to discuss that with you today. Um, I'm going to discuss what the major focus is for our trading desk. What has to happen for me to get off of the, you know, um, clearly I'm bearish now, right? We were bearish on the 24th of February, the first day of the crash. So when will we no longer be bearish and begin to get positive? Well, I'm going to go over the number one thing I think has to happen for that. Um, I'm also going to share with you a picture of day trading charts. You guys keep asking me how I day trade. So I'm just going to share with you what I did today. I was short the small cap index. I've already booked that profit. Okay. So, um, I'm out of Dodge with a profit on the short cap, uh, the small caps. So I'm going to show you that real quick. And then I think we might address a cannabis story real quick. I want to discuss Kronos and what they just announced and what it means to me. Not that it matters right now. I'm not buying any stocks, but you know, I like to keep myself fresh on the ideas that are important to all of us, and cannabis is one of them. All right, so let's jump in. Um, don't forget, it's a live trading desk. The phones might ring. I might have to take a break. Please bear with me. All of this information I share with you is about uh, information I use in my own personal account and for clients that I manage money for through our interactive brokers relationship. 
okay? We also share this information in a more in-depth way for our Armor Insiders, which is what I like to call our subscribers. And you can become an Armor Insider by subscribing right down here. You can see in the description part of this YouTube video a link to become an Armor Insider, okay? So certainly use that if you'd like to have that more in-depth information and a one-on-one -on -one contact ability with me. So any Armor Insider, any subscriber who wants to pick up the phone and talk to me anytime, they have the right to do it. It's part of the subscription. I'm here for you, okay? It's a crazy time right now. Uh, anyway, if you like this, don't forget to give me a like. Let's take those little pictures off and let's get to work. Um, number one thing that I'm focusing on, on this trading desk that would get me from bearish to bullish, it's the bond market. It's the bond market. It's the bond market. Bonds lead stocks on the downside in the up and the upside when you've got panics like this. It happened in 2008. It's not going to be any different this time. So what we watch is the CDX index, which is not easy for all of you to capture. Okay, you can't all get the CDX index information. If you have Bloomberg, you can get it every day. So what I use as a proxy that we can all use is the ETF of investment-grade bonds, investment-grade corporate bonds. The symbol's LQD. When you get into this financial, um, not a finan it's not a financial crisis, but when you get into this um, Panic implosion. Um, let, me, let me start over and try to explain this. The credit investors, guys who buy credit, are always more sensitive to a company's ability to be a going concern. They always sniff out trouble first, and they'll be the first to alert us to the fact that trouble is over. So, what I'm looking for is the market to crater like it's cratering today and have the CDX index tightening, not widening. What is that index? It's, where, uh, it's a way to gauge what bond investors are doing to buy insurance against their portfolio. If they're buying a lot of insurance, it means they're afraid and it's getting wider and wider. They think that, that bonds in their portfolio are not going to be uh, paid off, okay? They're afraid that companies are going to go bankrupt. And when they get more confident, you'll see that tighten. Right now, it's just been widening like every day like crazy. Um, that reminds me. Thank you, Politics for Dummies. Everybody, please put your questions up on the question board right now. We're going to get to that at the end of the show. So I'm just going to share a couple thoughts first, and then we'll open it up to questions. Okay. Um, so what we're looking for, if you want to know what's going to get Brett to put money to work, well, I'll tell you, the number one thing is to have the market sell off. So equities keep going down because equities, you know, people are panicking, but the bond market is steady. Or we start to see credit like LQD. We start to see that stock go up. Let's take a look at LQD real quick. I'm going to share a picture with you. There it is. Okay. That's the liquid it's an uh, investment-grade corporate bond ETF. You can see it's following equities. It's totally imploding. Let's see. What day did that start? 
Okay, so that's the, that, that's interesting. See, that's March 9th was the first day that credit started to implode. On the 24th, which is back here, now this is very interesting. Okay, let's blow this up. Take a look at this, okay? Right here, this is the day, the 24th. Oh, that's the 26th. 24th is back here. Ooh, let's move that over here, okay? The 24th, hang on a second, guys. Hey, I got to call you back. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, give her a call back. She'll pick up. Okay. Yeah, I love you. Always got to pick up your mom, guys. Always. Don't ever forget. Oh, hey, by the way, check out the shirt today. My favorite Disney princess calls me daddy. Right? Because, I mean, like, kids are home and it's crazy. <laughs> and I wore it today just to remind you guys, in the midst of this mayhem, <clears throat> in the midst of this mayhem, don't forget what's important. It's family. It's your kids. It's your mom. All right. The rest of this, it's just money. We can make more of it. There'll be time. Okay. Don't forget that. All right. Let's go back to LQD. Um, so what we see here is when our algorithms on equities were telling us it's time to go to 100% cash on the 24th of February, the bond market was okay. Bond market was okay. The bond market didn't crater until here. This was the first sign that this was getting a lot worse. All right, and that's the 9th of March. And it's just been an unbelievable implosion ever since. This is telling you that the bond players are concerned that companies aren't going to make it. So what we need to see, okay, what we need to see what would be ideal for me that would get me interested is that equities make new lows, but LQD holds the lows or is higher on that day. Because that'll tell you that the credit players are saying, okay, this is over. Normally, equity continues to panic for a while. Okay? So it might keep panicking, but debt will start to tell you the, the uh, financial crisis that everyone's afraid of is probably not going to happen. That's not happening right now. LQD's cratering with the market. Here's another thing you can look at to, to get an idea of, of equities, right? And, and that's high yield debt. This is junk bonds, HYG. Now, interestingly enough, HYG broke down with equities. This is the day that high yield junk bonds broke down. Okay. That gap down day is the 24th, the same day the armor algorithms forced the risk monitor back into red where we raise cash everywhere and raise stops everywhere. Okay. So um, this junk bond index is full of energy bonds and a lot of these energy companies aren't going to make it is what everyone thinks. So um, I'm, I'm leaning less on this. I really care more about LQD. That's the investment grade bond index, and it kind of mirrors what's going on in the CDX index because the CDX investment grade index is what we look at, okay? Um, 
Now let's um. Okay, so anyway, that's I just wanted to share that with you. That's one thing I'm going to do. I'm looking for that every day. So every day the market craters, I'm looking to see what's happening to bonds. And yesterday when the market was up, if you looked at this is important. Let me show you this just so you just to finish it off. LQD one more time. Let's look at what happened yesterday. Look at what happened yesterday. This is right here. You guys can see that you can see this. Okay. Yesterday. As you can see, yesterday, the bond market was down, down over 3%. And what happened with equities yesterday? Equities were up, guys. Right? Equities were up. See? A hard time here. Come on. Give me a little hand here. Well, whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. See this day right here? Okay? Equities were up yesterday. LQD. Bonds were down. And what happened today? The equity market imploded and cratered. And whatever other word I can come up with to make it seem horrible. <laughs> Implosion, crater, whatever. You see what I'm saying though? Debt told you yesterday that you didn't have to run out there and buy stocks. Okay? So what we're looking for is the opposite. We're looking for equities to drop, but debt to be up that day. Or debt to be flat that day. I'll even take flat. Okay, let's move on. Um, let me just talk real quick about. Uh, um, uh, well, okay, let's let's jump into um, a view. People are asking me about day trading and how I do it. I spoke to you guys the other day about this briefly. I have an algorithm designed to help me trade intraday based on volume weighted average price, and I use. Standard deviations above and below the VWAP to tell me when I'm looking for the mean reversion. Okay, so I'm a mean reversion trader. I like for things to get out of whack on one side or the other and put a trade on for the snapback. Okay, so um, I don't recommend day trading for almost everybody. I wouldn't recommend it for anybody. It's something that's taken me um, a long time to master, and um, unfortunately, uh, more money than I want to tell you, okay, to figure it out. I've been doing it for a while, um, and, it, and, it, and it was costly uh, to, be, to, to figure out at the beginning, so it's not for everybody, all right? Once you get it, you know, it's lots of fun, and, and you can have some big days, and particularly in the market right now, we're having huge days. Um, it's the only thing I'm willing to do right now. So um, anyway, I just thought I'd share with you again uh, this picture. I don't know how this helps you. I mean, if you want to be a day trader, you have to find your own volume weighted average price. You, you know, this is a proprietary algorithm, but guys are asking how I do it. So here's how I do it. Take a look. This is the small cap index. Today I made my money short. What we're looking for here, this these black dots are what's called a volume weighted average price. I call it the armor VWAP because it's a proprietary VWAP. It's not the kind of thing you get off the shelf. We've infused VWAP with volatility. So um, we feel we have a much better uh, handle on the VWAP. Uh, let, me, let me just go over again for those of you who are new. Why does VWAP matter? It's the volume weighted average price. Um, the volume weighting tells us where real institutions are trading an asset. 
Institutions might have a million shares of a stock to buy, a million shares to sell. They can't just hit the offer or hit the bid. They have to feed it out over time. And they use algorithms that incorporate VWAPs, and it just runs automatically with a computer system, okay? Trading only at the VWAP. Everybody has their own VWAP and different um, ways to, to, to look at a VWAP. If you have any type of charting software that has VWAP, you can use that. It's a basic idea. You could still work like this. If you get far enough below the VWAP, you look to get long, in my opinion. And if you get far enough above it, you look to get short. You know, it's not that simple. Okay, be careful. Be careful. I'm not recommending this. This is what I do. I'm not recommending it. All right. But anyway, so volume weighted average price is the real price of the asset. What you see on the screen is hysterical trading around that real price. Okay. So that's why we use that as our guide. So here's a picture of it again, the black dots. So what I was doing today, once we broke, in this case, we, we broke below the VWAP, rallied back up to it, and I put this trade on right here. Okay. This is where I put the trade on at the VWAP. When it rallied to the VWAP and failed, I put the trade on. My cover is right above the VWAP. Had it taken out the high of this big up bar, okay, I would have I would have covered my short. I shorted this bar right here. Bang, 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 all the way down. Then it got halted. All right, it got halted while I was short. And let me tell you something. I did not like how that felt. I have a rule on the trading desk. If a circuit breaker hits, I stop day trading because I think price discovery is not normal anymore. And, and I, can't, I can't guarantee prices or executions. So there I was sitting in a fairly large short position, halted. The minute the market opened, I booked my profit. Thank you very much. I don't have any interest in playing. Okay, so had a nice day. I'm not in here at a roulette wheel. I'm trying to, to um, protect capital. If I can day trade every now and then, piece by piece, to pick up some profit, I will. But when things start to get out of hand with no real price discovery, I'm out. All right, enough said. Um, last thing I want to talk about is Kronos. Kronos announced they have to restate earnings. Okay. Let me show you something. See if I can do this real quick. I wonder if I have it. Just give me a second, guys. Mm. Do I have this picture for you ready? I might. Let me see. No, 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 I don't have it. I'll do it next time for you. Okay, what I wanted to do is just show you a, a clip. You guys can go read it. Go to Kronos' website, go to the um, investor section, and read the news story. There's a segment in there where they say that they have to restate revenue because they were taking product in wholesale and then reselling it wholesale, and their auditors said that was not appropriate. All I can say is I don't like that at all. 
I don't understand it. Is it a gap question? Maybe they're going to go to gap and that's why they had some issues. But that sounds like somebody was running revenue that they didn't have through a channel that they thought would make their numbers look better. I don't know if that's true. God, I hope that's not true. I like Kronos. I like the company. I like that they got $1.8 billion in cash from Altria. But I would really like for the company, the CEOs watching this, <laughs> I'd, I'd like for them to do an analyst call that we can all listen to. Okay, because I don't, I don't know what that was, and I don't like it. Yeah, can I call you back? No. I will. Okay. So, anyway, it's still at the top of my whiteboard but maybe at the bottom of my cannabis whiteboard. So I've got canopy growth at the very top of the whiteboard. When it's time to buy stocks again, I can't wait to buy cannabis stocks, guys. I have not forgotten about the space. I, I, I am committed to this space. You know, we have avoided an unreal collapse in the space. And so we're the ones that have cash that we could put to work right. And let me tell you something, this COVID thing, is killing all these companies that are going to go bankrupt and only the guys with cash and good balance sheets are going to survive. Haven't I been telling you that for months? I don't care about product or what you think, you know, is a better company because this, that, and the other thing. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters in this group is who's got the cash because the other guys are going out of business. But guess what? When the dust settles, there are going to be a couple guys left standing in a very large green field. And it's going to be nice. Canopy has to be at the top of the list because of the cash and the management team. Kronos has fallen down the list for me because I don't like the fact they have to restate earnings because they were shuffling around revenues inside their wholesale division. So it's going to be Canopy, it's going to be innovative properties, which we made a, a lot of money on in the first two months of the year and got out. Oh, my God, the stock's down another 26% today at $43 and change? That's crazy talk. That is crazy numbers. But you got to love it at some point. That stock's got to be bought. Okay. So um, there aren't many guys on my list. We'll see who's left standing at the end. Whoever is left standing, we're going to want to own them coming out of this because it's going to be a huge ride with, with a lot less competition. Okay? Remember that. All right. Um, what do you got for me? Questions? SP, SPLX. SPXL. What is that? Let's take a look. SPXL. Politics for Dummies asks XP. Okay. Um, oh, the, the S&P 500 bull? You're looking to go long the S&P 500 three times the S&P? Is that really what that is? Tricks? I mean, there's no way I'd touch that, my friend. I, I, we got enough volatility as it is. I don't need something that's three times the volatility of the volatility. Okay, guys, wouldn't do that. This is just me. You're asking my advice. I don't need something like that. Next question. Um, do you think the Fed, this is Tech Monkey, do you think the Fed might legalize the marijuana sector soon? 
to infuse the economy. Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? But the answer is no to that question. I don't think anybody's going to legalize the marijuana sector uh, right now. And, um, um, and I really don't need them to, honestly. We can, I'd like for them to make some changes. I don't need it to be a federal you know, legalization process. I just, it would be nice if they did some things like take it off Schedule S1 and make it Schedule S3, which would allow research, medical research, all those types of things, and would take the onerous 280E tax uh, rules that are applied to U.S. cannabis companies off the table. So um, anyway, I don't, in the midst of this mayhem, nobody's thinking about changing you know, the marijuana laws, in my opinion. All right, um, next question. Hi. Geopolitical crisis happened like a war. Will the market be closed? Um, there's very few times in history they've ever closed the market. You know, after 9-11, they closed it for a couple days, and then the market opened up huge on the upside. Um, so it, it's, it, it would, it's not my expect, expectation that they closed the market, and war is not a reason to close the market. That wouldn't be the reason they closed the market. The only thing I can see is if the epidemic gets to such a ridiculous level that the government decides to shut down every market, you know, for 30 days and just everything shuts down and they shut down the stock market. I, I don't know. That would be, we'd be in unprecedented territory. Did any of you guys watch and listen to Bill Ackerman on CNBC earlier today? That guy was like out of his mind. I mean, I hope he's out of his mind. He was ranting and raving about how they got to shut down everything for 30 days and everybody's going to die. I just want to say, Bill, you may be right, but you would be more effective if you expressed yourself in a less panicked way. Just take a deep breath and try to express what you want to say. But when you talk like that, people start to tune you out. You know, and he may be right. It might be the best thing to do. Shut down the economy for 30 days and then the virus is over. But what he failed to discuss about the economy and companies, what he failed to say, it was almost static analysis. Because if we find out that Gilead's remdesivir or any other drug is effective in any way, in lowering death rates, in stopping the infection rates, anything like that that comes out, if that comes out in the next month or so, it totally changes the picture. So let's all take a deep breath. Um, about margin trade, any tips on how to avoid risk to use that tool? Thank you. Okay, so I don't think, okay, you're asking me two questions. Do I think the market will close because of a war? No, it might close for some other crazy reason that almost never happens. Um, two, use of margin about margin trade. I assume you're using, you're talking about using margin to buy stocks. The answer is do not do that in this type of stock market. The best time to use margin is in a bull market. The worst time to use margin is in a stock market crash. Let's don't be greedy, guys. Let's don't be greedy. Let's, let's don't use three times the market. Let's don't use margin. This is about risk management. 
Okay? Let's manage our risk. Let's don't increase our risk at a time like this. All right. Um, when's the bottom in, Eris? I don't know. IIPR looks like, uh, I mean, it's going down for, I don't even know why it's down this much, but it doesn't matter. We don't have to come up with reasons. The market's imploding. People are selling everything. At some point, that's just going to be a steal, you know? Um, I, I, I will continue to say, like I've been saying really from February 24th, do not add stocks to your portfolio. Do not try to catch the bottom. Just be patient. The, either the algorithms will give us a buy signal and every Armour insider will get an email in their mailbox the minute that happens. If you're a subscriber to the Armour Insider, you will get that email. Algorithms have just changed. The light is now green. And that's when I might run out and buy IIPR. Okay? But not now. Um, how about MJ? You know, um, at this stage in the collapse of the market in Canada, Companies, I don't want the ETF MJ. I think some companies will go bankrupt that are in MJ. I'd rather just own the best balance sheets in the cannabis industry. Okay. Um, Green Ghost, way to go, man. You're killing it in the option market. Well done. 40% selling call spreads on the S&P. If you're, if you're good at that, you, I mean, this is a market for you to shine. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm proud of you. Well done. Okay, okay, next question. Busyness. Any concern with holding bonds? Do they lose their ability to act as a hedge when rates are this low? You mean treasury bonds? You mean treasury bonds? Well, you know I've been out of treasuries. TLT is the symbol we talked about. We got out of them in the 155, 156 range. It went to 167, felt like an idiot. <laughs> okay. Now they're now they're trading at 144, right? We sold them 155 and change. Right. That, it's 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 not a hedge anymore. The reason it's not a hedge now, in my opinion, is that the government needs money in order to support the economy when whatever they intend to do. So they're going to start issuing tons of debt. And let me tell you something. The world will pay for it because people are hiding in the U.S. economy and hiding in U.S. bonds. So now's the time for the Fed to add issuance. And that should put pressure on prices and rates should go up some. So it's not going to work like it was working earlier in this market breakdown. And it's why I'm not in there anymore. I don't own the asset. Okay. Um, at what point do you buy airlines? No interest in airlines. No interest in airlines. I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for those types of trades right now that are, um, I want to high grade my portfolio, guys. It's not that you can't make money in airlines at some point in here. I don't know. Um, but it's about high grading my portfolio and the opportunity cost of money. I can't buy everything. So what I want to focus on when it's time are dividend payers that have been destroyed because of a market crash, but have great balance sheets and more than enough cash to pay the dividends at a time when interest rates have imploded. I even have, believe it or not, I have June treasury bills in my account. Bills. I own treasury bills. June. I'm making money on the trade because they've now gone to a negative interest rate. 
in that world, dividend payers, here's an example I keep talking about. Let's look at Verizon for a second. They just did a debt offering yesterday, raised a ton of cash. And they already have a solid balance sheet. It's why the stock was up most of the day today. It's only down 1.9% with the market imploded. Solid balance sheet, great dividend. A company I think will make it out of this. When the armor algorithms tell us it's time to start buying stocks again, when the debt markets tell us that the equity hysteria is not being confirmed, in other words, debt is starting to calm down again, flatten out, that's when we'll start adding things like Verizon. All right. So I don't want I don't want the airlines. And then if I want to buy stocks that are growth stocks at that point, I'd rather buy things that are my favorite growth names that have been destroyed, but for really no reason. Airlines have been destroyed for a reason. I don't know when that business is going to come back or what it's going to look like when it does. Moving on. Um, You're a rookie. You've lost 4,000 on your 401k. Should I move it to a money savings account? Um, I can't particularly answer that direct question. If you're an Armor Insider, you have the right to call me and talk to me about your own holdings, and I'm more than happy to give you um, my wisdom on that. But for this channel, I, I just I don't know enough about you to give you advice on that. I just I can't help you there. So think about subscribing and then give me a call, and I'd love to chat. Um, the job loss is just in its infancy. I can't see anything in the short term that's good. That's true. I can't see anything in the short term is good either. That's why the market keeps imploding. I don't disagree with you there, Mr. Kreisberg. AT&T, Tech Monkey, absolutely. But don't forget, the reason I mentioned Verizon first, AT&T's got a lot of debt, which they should be able to um, refinance at some point. But, uh, you know, the balance sheet's better at Verizon. I mean, they just did an equity. They just did a debt deal, raised a lot of cash. But I do like AT&T. That's, that's another one on my list. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Um, thanks so much for being here with me. Let's do this again on Saturdays. I've been doing, you know, Saturdays at 1130 because it's just such mayhem on Friday. It's very hard for me to get on here and chat. Um, if you're an Armor Insider, again, feel free to reach out anytime you want. Email, direct message, text, phone. I'm here for you. I'll pick up the phone and we'll talk. Um, for those of you who are subscribed to the YouTube channel, thanks so much for being here. I'll, we'll be at it again on, uh, on Saturday, 1130, and you know, bring your questions. We'll do more Q&A, okay? You guys stay safe out there. Shelter in place. Do what the government's asking. It'll help all of us out of this mess, okay? And have fun with your loved ones. Take care, guys. Oh, oh, last question. Blake is asking me, will pharmaceuticals hold up like Gilead? Maybe. They may hold up. We'll see. You know, so far it's holding up. But um, if it gets ugly enough, they're going to get to everything. You know, so anyway. All right, guys, you take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you again Saturday.